I don't know if this is. Do you guys think that the green M M&M and M or Miss Piggy is hotter? <laughs> you don't yeah. know if this is what appropriate. <laughs> glad that we're together again hannah because i did such a bad job on my own last time <laughs> I, I was listening to the podcast and i was like okay um hmm. <laughs> i I'm i tried peaking, my best i tried my best to fix it no it was it's obviously me i i should have <laughs> i could see that the bars were like and i was like that's probably normal no <laughs> welcome to the 50th annual media hellscape extravaganza an award show committed to recognizing excellence in cultural haps and mishaps. I'm your host, and also iCarly's Freddie Benson, at least on this podcast, Hannah Mraz. I'm Sophia, an illustrator, comic artist, and absolute simp for Riz Ahmed. And I'm Lisa, non-binary, but not in the Steven Universe way. Every episode, we honor humanity's cultural icons for their outstanding achievements in constructing the hellscape of images we navigate today. Um, and uh, without further ado, let's get into the first category, lovingly named first place, just a lightning round, just a place to nominate things that uh, we liked in the last little while. So, um, I'm first, I'm realizing on the yeah. list. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, can I, can I preface something really quick yes. about my name? I would just like to say that I did take that from a tweet. I wish I could, um, credit the person. I just don't want anyone to think I'm that clever. <laughs> I, I fully took that from a qu- from a tweet that has been circulating my brain for many months now. Please so. lower your expectations. <laughs> yes, please. Um, okay. My nominee for first place this week is Just Gilmore Girls. What? The end. Mm-hmm. I've been watching. I'm on... Okay, so Sophia, you asked me what episode I'm on. I'm on episode six of season two. Okay. Um, how many seasons are there in total? A, a thousand. Oh, God. There are yeah. so many. There is seven. <gasps> okay. Seven years. Yes. It's a, it's and I Buffy just finished Vampire it. Vampire Slayer it situation. Is. They go to college and everything, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, this is just this is just some Gilmore, Gr- Gilmore Girls talk for anyone who actually watches the show. But we just met Jess. That's where I am <gasps> oh, in the show. My favorite <laughs> okay, that's I, so f- to preface, Sophia is much further along in the show than I am. So everything I say is going to be received differently on the other you, end of the oh, yeah. finished the show, Sophia? Yeah, I finished it last okay. month. Did I'm, you watch the reboot yet? No, I can't. I can't bring myself <laughs> to. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of show. Um, I don't know how yeah. I feel about Jess yet, to be honest. Me being very new to the character, I'm just like, hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. but I know that he comes up in promos, so I'm like, all right, the people like this guy. Wait, can yes. I ask a question? I would like to. Um, I am very much uh, alienated from this uh, category specifically, only because I've never really watched Gilmore Girls. But I know this is for me and Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm interjecting here because I would like to. Uh, 
is he like the bad boy who is like the the he's like, milo ventimiglia yes yeah yeah he's Damn like the, <laughs> the lumber he's i'm like that gives me he's the lumberjacks like son or the whatever okay, this is I why mean, i was like i would like to interject <laughs> i would like to interject because i know bits and pieces of gilmore girls and i'd like to know what is true and not true about the show from what i've gathered there's okay. no lumberjack okay no i mean luke is kind of a lumberjack and luke that's his name his name is luke and he has like a nephew or a he, son yeah he's, he's, a like, he's a nephew's son he's like outdoorsy <laughs> he's not a lumberjack. The man he wears runs the, the diner. Same. He's a cook. But what he's is it called a flannel every fucking episode. That's true, and a backwards cat. And he's like huge. He's yeah, very mad. Broad shoulder. I imagine yeah. him holding an axe whenever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair. He's not a lumberjack, but I love that we introduced him as such. And also, when you said that, I knew exactly what. You exactly. Meant. Yeah. I yeah. Was like, don't pretend <laughs> yeah. like you don't know who I'm talking about immediately because that man looks like a lumberjack. A hot. Like I think the guy's hot. If yes, that's yeah, absolutely. He seems, like, he seems like the heartthrob of the show, from what I can. He is the heartthrob of gather. the show. Mm-hmm. So I'm mad at him right now, though. I just don't. I'm like falling out of love with Luke a little bit oh, at this no. point in the in the show. I don't Why? know if he ever redeems himself. I don't know. He's just like I'm. Just like ill. <laughs> Let me think about why that is. <laughs> I think he. He's just like. I think it's the way that he gets mad about things or annoyed about things. It's that like hyper mask like. Yeah. No, I got this. I mean, this whole episode where we introduce Jess is about that. It's about how he's like, no, like, man to man, I know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know what's so funny is I think this is, like, the only episode I've actually seen Hannah. Oh. Because isn't this the one where he, like, makes Lorelai, like, a huge wooden thing for her wedding? No, that's oh. different. But, oh. yeah. That's, oh, that that's is just before episode. this episode. I literally have seen the episode before the one you're talking about. Yeah. And this one, that's how I know about the boy, the the young man yeah <laughs> the, the like emo um because i was watching it with sarah one time and i was like the show is so strange it's very strange like, What's yeah um i will say the entire wedding storyline between lorelei and max uh throws me for a damn loop because <laughs> it's just about how they decide to get how they're passionately in love i don't believe them and how they decide to get married before they know anything about each other yes they're just like it's just about them realizing like what are you really like and and immediately i'm like you're at the wrong part of your relationship to be doing this but that's not what the show's about it's also i watched (laughs) like two episodes and the episode where that man the lumberjack brings her like this huge thing he makes her i'm like i think he's in love with her (laughs) i was like watching it with our roommate sarah and sarah was like yeah i guess that's not super hard to figure out and i was like he made her like i think he like did he hand carve this yeah deliver it to her for her wedding oh in every episode that's nuts every episode there's just longing looks from luke and i'm already so angry about it like they're not gonna do anything with this i ask sophia every time seven seasons there's five more i I can't tell you anything okay i know i know you just have to watch and be angry about it I am angry about it. <laughs> you guys are very strong for watching it all because I've never been able to. It's very fun. It's fun. I, I've said this to you both before, but for the longest time, I thought it was about two lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a much more progressive show. I was like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. Two beautiful women who love each other and live together no. and coexist. And then when I found out what was really bad, I was like, oh. Oh, to be fair, I don't know. Like. This is the last thing. I don't want to drag this on too long, but I, I, I 
from the outside, I also didn't know that it was about a mother and a daughter. Yeah. And I think that's really telling about like that's a, that's obviously what the show is about is like, whoa, like well, what like, is their relationship really friends like? too, right? They're, they're friends like, too, but sometimes yeah. they're not friends because mm-hmm. they're mother and daughter. And like uh, in what ways is that a good thing? And in what ways is that a terrible destructive thing, yeah. which I'm glad they address. So that's, I mean, if they didn't get into some realistic character stuff with this show, among all of the batshit crazy character stuff they get into with this show, I would I would just not. You're good. Um, I would just not be into it like I am. But that's my that's my nominee, Gilmore Girls. I will vouch for its chaos. It's a chaotic show for sure. I thought it was about yeah. to lesbian, so I'm also here <laughs> with you on the like helm of like. I don't, this is weird. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's move on. Yours is next, Lisa. Mine's next. Um, And to now alienate myself further, because this will be just for me to (laughs) indulge in. Um, My nominee this week is anime, period, and just anime. Mm -hmm. But uh, more more particular is Demon Slayer, which I just went and saw the movie for this. This is truly just for anyone out there who... (laughs) likes this anime or if someone's looking for a new anime it's so good i kind of fell off the anime train mm-hmm. um probably like sometime after college like i'd watched popular ones here or there i watch anime with my dad a lot because he's like a huge fan of anime i used to be so into anime and like a really disgusting big like, <laughs> cosplay con going on the forums like watch anime all the time kind of way and i no, fell please. off I have so much love for that version of person, though. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I love you for it. I mean, like, thank I have you for a, surviving it. I have a complicated relationship with like anime and anime fans because, like, <laughs> so often they are just Asian fetishizers. Yes, <laughs> and I'm always so mm-hmm. nervous. I was like talking to my friend about this about how like my sweet boyfriend, who's a white man, likes anime. But only certain animes and is like really particular about it. And he doesn't watch it like super often. And sometimes it would like bum me out because like Doug did not enjoy Demon Slayer. I tried watching it with him and he was like, this isn't for me. Hmm. And I was like, oh, that's a bummer. And then I was like, but also good. I'm glad (laughs) you don't like. Like you can like. (laughs) There are certain animes where if he liked them, you'd be like, oh, "Mm," no. Because there Mm -hmm. is something about like a, a white guy can date an Asian girl. And it's fine. And a white guy can like anime and it's fine. But if they do both at the <laughs> same time, I get very nervous around them. I'm like, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. So I have a weird relationship with anime. I always have anime clubs in high school, disgusting in college, always the worst. I hate to say it. I always felt very uncomfortable there. But I always found little pockets of people. We have a really lovely friend named Karina who like likes anime, who I was able to find solace in. I was like, you're not weird. <laughs> and you like of anime course. for the right reasons. Yeah. Very nice. My friend Jenny Yu as well. Um, and so I kind of fell off. And I love this anime Demon Slayer, though. It's like reeled me back in fully. I went to go see the movie last night. I wasn't even mad at the cosplayers. I was like, go off. This Aww. is a really great show. Um, it's about just to like, Give anyone who's interested, and this is why I think it's chaotic because any anime sounds horrifying <laughs> when you try to explain it. When you just it. say it out loud, yeah. <laughs> it's about a boy, a young boy, and his whole family is murdered by demons, except for his little sister who's turned into a demon. And so now he has to 
find a demon who will tell him how to turn his sister back into a human. So then he becomes a demon slayer, part of the demon slayer core, which is this group of people that are not recognized by the government. So they're kind of like these like lawless vigilantes and you have to train really hard and you like kill demons. But then the boy is really soft and he kind of realizes that demons aren't that bad. And he's like, what do I do? And he's conflicted because his sister's a demon and people like hate demons and they kill people. And it's about his like journey and friendship and like being strong and loyal and i cry all the time when i watch it because it's very sweet um yeah i just like i really i i don't think mine will win because it's very earnest but i really recommend it to anyone who's into anime i know hannah you watch anime sometimes a little bit yeah you should watch it it's really good where is it to be watched you can watch it on netflix i feel like i okay cool. i'm the creator of <laughs> I'm like, you can watch it on netflix it's currently at 26 episodes the first season's over they just came out they released a movie um, that's out in theaters right now that you can watch. <laughs> no. I, I saw it. It's really, really, really good. I think that the manga is over and it's like they're planning to have two more seasons. It's fantastic. I don't watch shonens very often. Shonens are basically like action animes. So like Naruto is a shonen. Mm-hmm. One Piece is a shonen. So if you're somebody who's into that kind of stuff fighting and like honor i'm gonna cry (laughs) you should watch it um but i put in demon slayer but anime as the precursor because i think anime is by far one of the most chaotic pieces of media or like uh what do you call it like ways to create media in general in the culture it's terrifying i think anime is it has its own set of rules for sure oh bad i'm gonna talk about more about anime later in this episode but as hayao miyazaki said anime was, was a mistake, a mistake. <laughs> and unfortunately i agree with the old boy we um, do have to listen to that <laughs> in many many ways anime i'm like watch anime also shame on you for watching anime because it's a again complicated history yeah. and for me personally a complicated relationship but watch demon slayer it's so good That's i it. love it very earnest for me this week i, oh, I someone show. has to like something in earnest on this show yeah this is like i'm (laughs) recommending something for real for real like watch demon slayer it's really really good (laughs) all right sophia what do you got and here we go back into (laughs) (laughs) what is sincerity okay um my nominee (laughs) i'm so excited to say this out loud okay my nominee is Zoomers on TikTok canceling Nicki Minaj for body shaming in her song Anaconda. Whew. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's unpack this. Um we absolutely have to Sophia, you brought this up to me. Um I saw you recently in a park and it was lovely and you brought this up and I I actually didn't believe you. I was like there's no way they're doing that. I'm on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. And then like 2 days ago, I finally found what was going on yes um, i i take it away sophia yeah i was gonna it. say okay. explain it to me the layman okay so <laughs> as we all know Nicki minaj released anaconda in 2014 and at the end of the song she has this very iconic closing <laughs> uh just kind of like monologue where she says <laughs> Are you gonna do it? Where my fat ass bitches in the motherfucking club. Fuck those skinny bitches. Fuck the skinny bitches in the club. (laughs) And it goes goes on from there. But that's like what they're upset about because it's body shaming to skinny people in the club. Mm -hmm. Um we we need to shut down TikTok or something because (laughs) there is there's so many things to be upset at Nicki Minaj for. 
very valid yeah, reasons truly. why if she's not a good person. <laughs> exactly. Like, like Sophia is famously a barb, but even you can yes. like clock the queen of rap <laughs> for her oh, yeah. mishaps. We, we all do. All the barbs are like, you know, like we love her, but we don't even recognize her husband. <laughs> so I love one time Sophia was like, I like when they Photoshop him out of photos. Oh, yeah. Completely. Yeah. I was somehow unaware. Oh, she had one. <laughs> oh, do you know oh. about him? Oh, God. Should we even address this, is starting, this on wait, the This pod? is starting to sound familiar. Um, but yeah, sometimes I need a reminder. bad person. And cool. Yeah. I mean, you can look that up on your own. Um, <laughs> but we don't, the, we don't the stand point That's this. a recommendation to me and every listener. Yeah. Look that up on your own because we are unqualified. Yeah. So basically. We don't stand him. Yeah. So like, yeah, Zoomers are are upset at her for that, what? which is so funny. It, it, the TikTok is very funny because it's like somebody listening to the track and then like putting their hand over their mouth like, oh my God, how dare she? And then at the end, <laughs> the text is like, how can you stand by this person? <laughs> it's so, okay, so what, funny. <laughs> so what I saw, which like I, that's just like how I fell down the wormhole what you're talking about and like found all the discourses. I saw a video of like... um like a larger bodied person dancing to the song, right? Like just doing like a little twerk to it. And then yeah. in the text being like, I wish that all of you like skinny girls would stop appropriating this song and dancing to it. Like get out of this sound. Like this is only for big girls, like fuck off or whatever. And I was like, okay. I'm oh, here. I found it. I found it. So then I went to the comments and all the kids were arguing like, yeah, like if you're skinny, you can't dance to this song. It's not for you. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, dude. I was like, you can't can't dance to the song. You're unable to dance to the song. And then so then I went to the sound, which if anyone knows how TikTok works, you like in the bottom right, you can click on the track and it'll show you everyone who's ever danced or done a video to that sound. And so there was like a hundred videos addressing it. And it was a bunch of like, there was a lot of skinny girls. There were, I don't want to say a lot. There was a few skinny girls dancing to it, just like having fun. And then their comments were getting blown up being like, this isn't for you. You can't dance to it. There are so many songs for you. There's no songs for us, like whatever. And this isn't me. Like I'm not trying to villainize because I do think in a way, like I get it. It's tough. You know what I mean? I get where it comes from, for sure. It's like the whole people have been talking about, like, same way. And, like, I've seen a lot of discourse around, like, Mitski's American Girl and then also SZA's, um, what's that song called? Um, They've both written songs, though, that are basically being, like, it's hard (laughs) being a POC. And then there are white girls who are singing to it. And a lot of POC have been like, hey, this isn't for you, whatever, which is, like, uh, (laughs) it feels so weird. Yeah. You know, it's like people are like, you're gatekeeping and it's a really tough discourse to have, especially when everyone's 16 in the comments. And it's like, I don't know. Um, But that's what I saw. I saw like, that's where I saw the war going is that the kids were like, you can't dance to this song um, if you're skinny. And then somebody made one, though, that was very funny being like, how are you all fighting over this song that is like six years old? (laughs) Exactly. Over it, Nikki is problematic, <laughs> period. She always has been. Like, fight a different battle. This is so dumb. Like, the song is definitely for big girls, period. That is true. But also, there's no reason for anyone to fight about this. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God. Is that the same war you've been witnessing, Sophia? 
I'm no, I actually haven't seen like that side of the conversation because I didn't look at like any of the comments. It really was just like this one TikTok that came up on my Twitter. And then oh, see, you, you the see girls, TikToks on Twitter, yeah. which I think is a different combo than the direct source. When you look at oh, the yeah. comments. Oh, yeah. Well, then, because all the barbs were, like, going off on Twitter about it and, like, mm-hmm. the girls and the gays. And that's how I really saw <laughs> that oh, side no. of it, which are more, like, millennial-leaning than Zoomers. Whew. What is that side of it? Just, like, um, just like standing dragging by that, not standing by? Or just, like, dragging that person's ass for like <laughs> trying to say that something is body shaming to skinny people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that was part of the convo that I was seeing because these girls were saying you can't, you can't dance to the song. And then all of these thinner people being like, so you're body shaming me for being thin. I should be allowed to dance to the song because it's not, it's, and then like, and then that was where the word, that's the thing. It's like, I, I'm not trying to like frame this as though the bigger girls are wrong for wanting that, you know? um at all like i yeah. think that there is validity in that feeling of being like oh my god like just let me have something you know like totally sure and it wasn't that they were just like coming at these like thinner girls that were doing this they were also having a conversation back with them in the comments being like you're such a gatekeeper like oh my god you're body shaming me for being thin like what oh my god like this isn't even a like nikki isn't even talking about um being like fat she's talking about just having a big butt which i do and then like that's yeah and which is not the least fun conversation Ugh. it sounds Dude, like in the world rough. That's <laughs> rough i was witnessing this and was like this is again like a seven-year-old song yes <laughs> pick it's your battles guys pick your battles like it's so old I mean, we've all, we, the three of us have lived through this conversation time and time again. Yeah. Um, because we come from Tumblr. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're a lot more exasperated to be witnessing what we feel like is not only an old conversation, but an old conversation about an irrelevant a song <laughs> sort of popular song. popular when I was mm-hmm. in a sorority. Like that's how <laughs> oh, old yeah. that song is. I remember when I was studying abroad in Florence, we went to this like very crunchy, like in quotes club and i like went up to the dj and asked him to play it like three times in a mm-hmm. row three times in a row it was 2014 baby that's life mm-hmm. it was a long time ago i i do think that in many ways that is the most chaotic thing on the list unfortunately yeah i was gonna say <laughs> i don't want it to win though i would rather vote for gilmore girls <laughs> what <laughs> i'll oh say my it so sophia's gonna vote for themselves uh for the rest of time they've yeah. already vouched to never play this game again <laughs> they're just like it's all i think me, mine baby. is the most chaotic i do think yours is the most chaotic wow it, it is. i can't believe i'm the one straying away from nikki okay i will vote for it you know what i have to vote for because i actually had to witness it with my own two eyes which yeah. is maybe why i don't want to because i feel as though i've seen too much and it hurts me <laughs> But it is the most chaotic. It's really it's up there with the the Demi Froyo scandal that happened. Ooh, we can't we won't talk about we it. We can't spend thirty Ooh, minutes. We on won't that. talk about it. But it's up there where it's just like what the fuck. <laughs> that was I'm, so I'm, funny. We will have time. We'll save it in future times. We'll save it for another time, still care. and we can talk about it off off the record. Um, but let's uh let's move on to our yeah. uh, our first category of the night, which I'm realizing is also me. I didn't mean to plan this show this way. Uh, So moving into our first category of the night, which is just simply most chaotic show reboot. Um, This is my category. 
only because I want to talk about the iCarly reboot. Just a little bit. There's only a little bit of information out there, but I've been thinking with my whole brain about it mm-hmm. for weeks and weeks. Because the old show is on Netflix. Easy to turn my brain off to. It used to be in the background of my life when I was a kid, so I put it on now. Um, and it mostly remains background noise, but it catches my attention every once in a while because it's a crazy show. <laughs> it is. Like, it is a wild happenstance. I can't, I, I can't even form a, a feeling around it sometimes because I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Um, the old show is, is based on this time in the internet when it was like, still kind of a nerdy novel thing to do. I was describing I was describing the show that is iCarly to a friend as like somebody saw a YouTube video in 2005 and said, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like that, but also kind of like, and uh, I'll credit Karina for Karina. This is, oh yeah, I was talking to Karina about this. I, I, we said, somebody saw a video in 2005, said, I got it. Oh, and also it's like kind of like SNL, right? We <laughs> understand that. And so... <laughs> Uh, let's just make that show uh whatever that would be um and it totally like ogles at the internet at a time when having an internet show or being an internet personality was as like random lol xd as it was in the mid 2000s um but we have we are we are fully grown with the internet now um it's so much more complicated and heartbreaking in a lot of ways than than it was at the time. So I don't know. I don't know how you reboot iCarly. I th- there's not even yeah. any information as to what it's about except for that it's about Carly when they're Carly oh, yeah. and Freddie when they're in their 20s and dealing with 20s things. <laughs> like, as we all do as us 20s do um i want to read a couple of episode titles to you um because i'm ready one of them is called i get a divorce Um, is this for children i don't think i'm guessing it's for like us like i think it's for us why the Um, fuck would we watch okay never mind (laughs) one of them is also (laughs) called and i it's it's not even following the convention but one of them is called uh spicy nights at the shea apartment Hmm. What's a Shay apartment? Her last Carly's last name is Shay. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I don't, I don't know what that means. I, I had to admit that I like never watched iCarly growing up, so I'm like, what? Who are the only thing I know is the Goofy brother. He's there too. Oh, I don't yeah. know in what capacity. He's the only person from that show I like register really. Um, yeah, and like the only things I was, I did like some research because I was like, what is even happening with this show? There's just a quick teaser trailer out that's just like a weird skit that uh, Miranda Cosgrove and Nathan Kress and Jerry Trainer do together. The blonde girl's not in it, right? So Janet McCurdy's no. not returning because she's not acting right now. Also, she like her. <clears throat> has said like on our podcast that she was like she was embarrassed by her role. Yeah, on that show when she was a, a kid role. she was like it wasn't mm-hmm. cool um for me to be on a nickelodeon show like people didn't think it was cool like it was embarrassing for me to like be a part of it so like i'm not eager you know to return to Miranda it Miranda cosgrove's like give me the check <laughs> and I will do it. Uh, give me the check girls i would just like to say um so i didn't watch iCarly much growing up but i have uh sort of in a capacity worked with Miranda Cosgrove before and she's a really lovely person she she's actually very very totally. 
kind and she um fosters animals in her spare time so <laughs> i think miranda cosgrove is wow. great i don't i don't think there's like any shame in returning to the show i just don't understand what the show is gonna be based on the information that we have yeah i have no idea so we don't have Jeanette mccurdy anymore we have Lacey mosley who's, who's playing the new best oh. friend <clears throat> oh yeah, my gosh she was in Lacey. black lady sketch show yeah um her podcast is really funny things. so yeah it's like i mean that's really cool i don't know what it means for the show you know, at all in your 20s you lose your uh childhood best friend you get a new best friend you just get <laughs> a new one <laughs> <laughs> and also freddie has a stepdaughter yes Good. who is pansexual right i and read that on twitter she's a stepdaughter i don't okay, know okay come on pan pansexual she's, representation she is, um <laughs> she they just describe her and everything that i read as internet savvy that means so she's, she's pansexual. The, that means she's the zoomer of yeah. the show yeah because our beloveds are millennials and they're probably not going to understand things about the internet so they're like what i invented the internet and this kid's going to be like um it's new now um yeah and it's not a nickelodeon show it's a paramount plus show mm-hmm. that they have based on the nickelodeon show so they're gonna have a lot more leeway in terms of story i just don't like is carly a twitch streamer now mm. like is is carly a tiktoker is carly a youtuber like there are categories for these things now that there weren't explicitly when they were doing just like their live web show back in the early 2000s so i'm just like we have a name for this job now how are you going to incorporate that maybe she's a social media manager maybe she's a social media manager hello Emily in Paris, who? Carly in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles. Carly in Calabasas. The only thing I I truly knew about the show, and I actually want to know, Sophia, did you have a crush on Spencer, the older brother? brother? Okay. You know what's very funny? I've only seen like a couple episodes of it, like when I was a kid. Okay, I think we're in the same boat then. And I always like kind of had my eye on him. And then I started listening to... (laughs) Uh, Willie Accept This Rose, which is a Bachelor podcast, and he was one of the guest, like, one of the guests on the show. And I was like, wait, Jerry Trainer sounds so familiar. And then I looked him up and I was like, oh. So I've like, Aww. I like really love him on that show because he's so, he's so intense. And I like, think he's loud. the most interesting character. Like, <laughs> he's from so what I loud. watched, I was always like, the older brother is the coolest character. Well, he's like, the, he was the yeah. best actor. Yeah. Like, which happens when everyone's, a ch- it's like a, the a twilight of it where it's like, Charlie was the best actor. Oh, yeah. It's because he's the, for some reason, only the adult. Only adult. <laughs> the only adult. Yeah. So he's really carrying some part of the show. I hope that, yeah. I hope that he gets spent. His name is Spencer, right? The yes. brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know like little bits about the show. I hope that he has a beautiful arc where he, like, <laughs> really gets to find himself and what makes him happy. Yeah, because he's supposed to be in his late, mid-late 30s now. Bingo. In, in the show. Yeah. Wow. Uh, just and he was an artist, the time I that think. Has passed. Yeah, he was a sculptor. Oh, his art is mm-hmm. like so weird in the show. Which just means yeah. that they could build set pieces out of tennis shoes and call it. Yeah. They were like, this is what 
this is what artists do there's like in a really, Seattle. There's a fun like TikTok girl who makes like miniatures of all of his sculptures, which is the reason why I That of, is great. It's really that fun. That is so good. The, she'll like show a little clip of like whatever, like a giant shoe, like you said, or like there's one of like huge teeth that are like rainbow and then she'll sculpt a little version of it to like put on a necklace. Well, Aww. that's great. And that's, I actually <laughs> really love that. It was, but bring it back to Ernesty. It's really sweet. If I can remember her like handle after this i'll like tell you hannah absolutely <laughs> but it's really cute that's actually like the reason why he stays in my mind is because those <laughs> will come on my for you page sometimes i'm like oh my god yeah spencer we're spencer. Yeah. an artiste i've also seen like a lot of people on twitter like being like wait was spencer cute <laughs> oh my god yeah i'm literally that it was me sophia <laughs> <laughs> you from all these different my brother and i currently is cute i think he's cute <laughs> he is he is let's he's all give funny. it up for jerry trainer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um that's my nominee let's move yeah. on <laughs> yes okay so my nominee is saved by the bell um brought to you by the peacock network which that's crunchy but yeah saved by the bell it's I, like, never watched the original. I think it was, like, a little bit ahead of when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. right? It was, like, in the early 90s. Um, Yeah. And so I, like, didn't know anything really about the original except that it was kind of, like, an after-school special vibe. Um, But the reboot is so funny because it, like, it takes place at the same high school but now. Mm -hmm. And so all the kids are, like, uh, these, like, very privileged white like kind of like dum-dums and then one of the schools from a different city that are all like POC um yeah they get bust into that school because their school shuts down and so it's like this culture clash thing but it's also like I don't know it like works really well and there's a lot of good like comedians on the writing staff yeah you like told me about it one time and you said that it was like actually good because I think I hit you up about hey do you know any like diverse Shows yeah talk about and you were like this one did you say that there's also like a, a trans girl yeah um oh my god what is her last name josie something but she's fantastic she's like mm-hmm. she's been a child actor for many many years but now we get to see her in this role as like not really like a mean girl but just like super um like the it girl on campus but she's oh god She's so good. I love her so much. <laughs> Look, Sophia can be earnest, everyone. Sophia's like, yeah. Saved oh, by the bill. Ooh, I had so no idea. Saved by the bill. Saved by the bell. The reboot is good, says Sophia. Yes. But I will say, I only watched the first four episodes because the the other ones you have to pay for. And I'm not paying for <laughs> Peacock. There's just no way. Yeah. I thought Peacock was completely free was like the whole thing about it. but Well, up I to a certain point. Up, I just looked up Saved by the Bell because... The only reason I'm aware of it is because my family would talk about one man on it who is a quarter Indonesian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just found, they're like, all we have. Who is it? Uh, it's, uh, I mean, I know how Mark Paul Gosselar. I have no idea um, who that is. I only know that. Um, he's an American actor, but that's a very Dutch name and he's a quarter Indonesian. And so my family has claimed him as mm. dutch indonesians will um they're like we have that guy from saved by the bell i'm just finding out now that we don't really have that guy from saved by the bell <laughs> who is it? hey Who's family like the really famous john stamos is he on it 
No. No. Oh. Um, That's my bad. Full House. Oh, God. What is his Whoop, name? I said 90s show. Is it John Stamos? <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? He's yeah. Like, he's, he's like the POC. Well, there's two POC. Yeah. All I know is that there's somebody named, one of the characters' name is Lisa. So I remember growing up. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, my God. And I was like, yep. A lot of those original Simpson. characters are like <laughs> the parents on the show now. Oh, okay. That's cool. Is Is my guy, Mark Paul, on it? Yeah, probably. Let's find out. <laughs> I didn't get that far, so I don't know. Well, I guess. Are you recommending it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> this is just a white man. Oh, Mario <laughs> Lopez. I am, I am really oh, terrible. Yeah, yeah. Mario Lopez is who I'm thinking of. Yeah. Later. He's the most famous person, I think, to come to that show. But I think that's only because he does, like... E news and stuff, and then Lark. <laughs> I, 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 I know Access Hollywood. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> um, I can't. I don't know her last name. Lark Voorhees. Mm-hmm. That's another Dutch name. She's Lisa, mm-hmm. and that's who I was always. Yeah, they're like you, and I was like, not even close. But thank you. <laughs> She's very pretty. Why are there so many Dutch people on this show? Uh, now I'm just looking it up. Okay, sorry. I need to stop Googling things while we record. I do too. Don't. I'm always like, oh God, am I going to say this person's name wrong? Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, let's move on to Lisa's nominee. Hi. Okay. I just want to say that I think mine off the bat is the most chaotic because the discourse that was going around this reboot and Ooh. like- Woo! Yeah, you nightmare. Know. Yeah. Also, I want to say ones that I thought about going through because you brought up reboots, Hannah, which yes. I was like, wait, I love a bad reboot though. Yes. Because mm-hmm. so a few of the ones that I was thinking of originally was Skins, which I think that it's a reboot, right? If you go to yeah, it, UK it to US, yeah, terrible, really awful. The Powerpuff Girls one that's coming out right now that also has some horrendous <laughs> little like. Have you seen? I ha- I'm not oh. on Twitter most of the time, so the, I rely yeah. on this show actually for news <laughs> about Twitter. We are your Twitterers, yes. Thank you. Um, yeah, the Powerpuff Girls got rebooted to CW, which famously CW's reboots are all always yes. a little. Oh wait, wait! This is a live action one. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I was gonna say we have we have a new Cartoon Network one, but this is like yeah, and they and they casted like women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cameron Dove, I think is her name. Dove Cameron. Yeah, oh, there God. you go. Yeah. See, this is why I Google things. I'm like, Cameron Dove, oop, with my whole chest. I said that. <laughs> it looks it looks really corny. So in the same strain, going back to the Winx Club. So Netflix recently picked up the Winx Club, which I don't know if you guys watched it as a kid. I was absolutely obsessed with this cartoon <laughs> because it's just these little like fairy girls in these like hot outfits and they're so cute. There's one Asian girl right. named yeah. I think Tecna and she's super cool and like she had little she had little bangs and I was like I'm her. Very <laughs> cute. Like I love the Winx Club. It was so good. I think it was on uh, what did they air it on? Like four kids or something like that? Some like you could this watch yeah. like where it would yeah. be. Yeah. Like you could watch it if you didn't have cable, which is great. Because it's how we've you talked know about, about. Yeah. We, I did not have cable cable. We basic. are not cable kids. So here. I always got the like, which is why I think a lot of people didn't see it, because it was one of those like off brand yeah. <laughs> like cartoons that people would watch. But it was really fun, super bright colors. Um, and all the girls were again just these like little skinny bitches with these like bright colored <laughs> outfits and super fun um there was like a couple poc like i said there was an asian girl there was also a black girl i think one of the girls was like very light skin latina and like so there was a little bit of representation for everybody sort of kind of as much as like a early 2000 aughts cartoon can mm-hmm. netflix picked this bitch up <laughs> yes they did <laughs> and said fuck y'all 
who watch this because we are just woo. We'll reboot anything. The, we will reboot anything and we will fucking butcher it because I I think that like what the discourse on Twitter was is that they were trying to go for like a more realistic look for the show. Mm-hmm. But A, like the entire color palette's like gray and like just like yeah it's and, like, cw it's yeah no it's not cw this is netflix oh this is netflix Netflix, but it's, this up. it's pretty much the same aesthetic it's the same aesthetic yeah. where it's just like dark and dreary they go to like a, a i think an all-girls school or some high school and like i remember seeing the because uh, netflix has been peddling the the trailer for it so, so i've seen i've seen yeah. the, uh, the special effects i yeah i watched the trailer and on. i watched like yeah. all the first episodes and it's like all the girl a i don't think there's any poc oh. <laughs> maybe they're no, gonna no there later. is there's one black girl that uh, has fire because I remember her from the promo, but I haven't seen any oh, of the okay. episodes. Um, I don't know if she's introduced in the first. Episode. I watched like I was watching it while I was like cleaning because I was like I'll give it a try, and sure, then I was yeah. like, oh, poo, <laughs> not the name for me. Um, and they're all just very and like maybe this is a good thing, but all of them are very much like young looking girls. Like they actually look like they're fifteen years old, whereas like the Winx Club girls were like. Paris Hilton <laughs> going to high school. Yeah. Just like, you know what I mean? And so, and they have like varying body types, which is nice. And like, so I get why they did it, but I think that people are just like upset that it has none of the aesthetic of the the original. Um, Wait, no, but this translated into people being like, why aren't they Paris Hilton skinny bitches? Like, wasn't that part of the conversation i think it was I, this is why like, i remember this is what the bell that's ringing for mm. me now is somebody came to me like twitter's angry that they're not hot and i was like yeah that's, I mean, that's more of what it was yeah not Twitter that they was, weren't like skinny but they were like why aren't they hot basically oh why no. aren't they hot which like i don't know i that's don't know what's a good argument it's not like i don't like i i do believe in like keeping the aesthetic of the original show because it was really fun and like i love yeah. you know as like a fan but also it's like yeah no they should look like actual maybe girls <laughs> who yeah. are like that age um yeah. they definitely shouldn't be giving them like i don't know like these army green jackets and just like blue yeah. denim pants i'm like the old navy aesthetic is not giving it looks like to me late harry potter films yeah it's like yes yes it actually it's like the same color palette the same vibe and it's like this is really not uh, hot like <laughs> i wonder if they looked at harry potter and they were like we're what magic the kids love yeah yeah and so i think that for me it's chaotic just because a there was so much like people were so mad about it and i i kind of think <laughs> i agree <laughs> a little bit like i'm like yeah like well i mean uh, barring that they should be like old Barbie looking cartoon mm-hmm. characters, the fact that there isn't any color in the show, I think, is it's, what would bother it's me. It's such a dreary looking show yeah. for something that was so like it was a cartoon. I mean, it was a cartoon. It, it's it reminds me of like when Avatar: The Last Airbender like they made the movie, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh no. <laughs> Everything here is well. I have so much to say about that movie. But oh yeah, that could be another. <laughs> that could be another whole episode. other category. But whew, yeah. Oh wow! I picked the win club for that reason. Did I win? Yeah. I have a question. I mean, Did I win this category? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. One more thing about Wings Club. Oh, I'm voting for mine. I, One I, more thing. I think that like the way to do it, like not to always bring it back to Birds of Prey, but I <gasps> yeah. think that that movie mm. really nailed like the cartoony aesthetic, but also making it like fun and like i don't know like the costumes are so good in that why can't winx club or um 
What was the other one that was like this? Um, oh God. Oh, the craft. When they did the reboot of the craft last year, which was like, like bombed. Um, that one was also like, let's put them in TJ Maxx outfits. And it's like, no, yeah. we want the camp of it. Like, come on now. Yeah. We yeah. Make yeah. them goth. Make them punk. Make them outsiders. Don't make them look like normies. That's not fun. Yeah, we're missing, like, especially in live action stuff, we're missing, we're missing some filmmaking, honestly. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we're missing some, like, you can, you have the ability to communicate in in color and style mm-hmm. um and not just in and not just in words like it's a visual medium like use mm-hmm. it you know yeah okay so winner i'm okay well i mean personally i'm between i mean, I'm, Carly I'm, and winks i'm voting for mine it, granted for- yeah the conversation around winks club is why aren't they hot which is pretty chaotic yeah <laughs> oh but yeah, i carly I'm, is also so chaotic okay I mean, <laughs> i'm gonna vote for winks club <laughs> i'm yeah. gonna vote for winks club because of Purely for the Twitter discourse, which is always like, and, yeah, and, and iCarly isn't out yet. It's not out yet. There's yeah. not enough we information We can bring iCarly back. Yeah. Because I do think <laughs> that it is a very... There's a lot to talk about there. There's I mean, I will report back when I get to watch this show because I am so endlessly curious. Um, I've never been more curious about a bad reboot in my life mm-hmm. not that we can call it really anything because it's not it out might yet. be amazing what if we watch it and we're like blown away i that's what i mean <laughs> that's what i mean the potential uh, the potential all right so we're moving on to our second category which is from lisa hi um yeah so Mine is going to be best celebrity collabs, and I wanted to specifically talk about a collaboration that dropped um, whenever this comes out, probably like two weeks ago, but like very recently. I'm very excited about it, even though it's very, very funny to me as well. Um, So we all know about the Travis Scott meal at McDonald's. We do. Right? But get ready, (laughs) because it's the biggest (laughs) boy band on earth. BTS just dropped a collab with McDonald's. <laughs> They're coming out. They're coming out with a BTS meal, which is, I hope I know this off the top of my head, 10 chicken nuggets, a Coke, fries, and two Korean-inspired sauces, which Ooh. is so whatever. <laughs> I was going to say, this what are they? Um, oh, um, I think one is, I, I don't know, they haven't released it yet. I'm guessing that one will be like, gochujang like flavored and then one will probably be some like sweet and sour sauce because mcdonald's will be like, like and this one's sriracha and this one's sriracha yeah. so everyone can eat it um <laughs> but there are whispers here's the exciting part will i get this meal at least once to say that <laughs> oh, i do yeah and to take a photo because i will support my boys no matter what yeah, I they always, need you they need i always laugh when i like buy a little merch from them and i'm like i'm so glad i can support them and they're definitely like multi-millionaires they own the yeah. world yeah and i'm sitting here like oh, i'm so glad i bought this sticker pack for them but i will buy it to support them but there are whisperings that there might be photo cards and if there uh, are that's photo cards if there are photo cards the mcdonald's <laughs> will be flooded it'll be a nightmare and i cannot wait and they will do fan chants in the lobbies. Oh, and they will do no. dances outside. And it will be so chaotic and funny. Um, I want to see some BTS chaos. Exactly. Oh, yes. I live for BTS chaos. Um, for anyone who doesn't know what I'm saying when I say photo card, Hannah actually has some in this room that I gifted her. 
A photo card usually comes with an album when you buy it, and it's usually randomized. Um, and so they basically want you to buy as many as possible to get your favorite boy. Um, and then a few of like the deluxe ones come with like one card for each of the boys. Um, I've only ever bought one album and I did not get my boy. So you can also trade them. So they basically become currency <laughs> amongst. Yeah, they're the, trading cards. They're trading cards. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and you can get them other ways. Like some people make them and like print them. Like I think one of yours is from an album. The other one. Yeah. I the other one is from like a friend. Yeah. Who like had an extra. Um, and I so, think the other one is a is someone's business card. Yeah, I yeah. think I just like got it in like something I bought and was like, but it's this shaped right, so K. we're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, whereas like yeah, so some of them are like more rare than others. Some people literally just make them and sell them because it's usually like rare photos of them. Like the really rare ones are like from photo shoots. They're just for certain albums, and yeah. so they are again oh. high currency. Exactly, and so people are like, if McDonald's releases. <laughs> photo cards cards with each of the meal like of course you're gonna buy at least like 14 (laughs) just try to get one of each of them like why wouldn't you a mcdonald's meal is like because the albums are like i think they run you know who else needs help it's mcdonald's it's mcdonald's yeah (laughs) here's the thing i didn't the travis scott meal i did not go get it our roommate sarah did go get it it was just fine (gasps) of course support was there was there like a a little prize with it or no just a meal. No. It was just a meal. And I'm pretty sure the meal was just like a burger with like bacon on it and like lettuce. But like they haven't confirmed the photo cards yet, but somebody on Twitter commented like, we need photo cards, babe. And then McDonald's replied, we hear you. Oh. And so everyone's like, and so, so everybody is like, okay, get ready. Because <laughs> if they have photo cards... If they get photo cards, Hannah, everybody in this home is getting chicken nuggets. <laughs> like, I'm going to come day. home with just, like, every day we are eating at least one meal of chicken nuggets because... I'm interested. I, I'll, I'll be a part of this. And they the, they made, like, a, their logo. BTS's logo is basically two, like, not a hexagon. What's, like, the five-sided one? Pentagon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's pentagon. the one with five sides, but and they're, like, turned to the side, so they the almost look like five. wings. And McDonald's... <laughs> like made french fries make the shape mm-hmm. it's very very funny to me <laughs> and it's it's so chaotic because i just know <laughs> if there's photo cards there will be hell um and yeah everyone's been freaking out about it tiktok has been really funny a bunch of people keep being like me to like my younger sibling if they get the yungi card and it's them like pretend choking their like <laughs> little sister um and just like a lot of a lot of people are having a lot of fun with it i'm really enjoying it and i will be eating McDonald's. so many mcdonald's i think it drops may 25th for most people so in like a yeah. month um and it'll be like worldwide so i everybody... can't wait to support both bts and mcdonald's why wouldn't you it's the collab two greatest the century empires <laughs> <laughs> two titans coming together it's, also this is i'm like i'm like am i bts's manager their newest album also drops in may which is obviously why they're doing this is yeah. to like promo in the states and everything um so get ready because that's all i will personally be talking about in the month of may <laughs> is their new album when it comes out sophia i'm excited for your nominee yeah go ahead um, so my nominee is Gaga Mother Monster. Come on now. <laughs> with her two collabs, 
Oreo cookies and Dom Perignon. <laughs> the two, the two genders. The Dom, the Dom Perignon. 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 I didn't know about that one. Oh yes. Well, the like the Oreo one is legendary at this point. Oh yeah. yeah we yeah. all know about the Oreos. Yeah. The, but tell us about the, the Oreos. The the promo images for the Dom Perignon ones is like really cool. She looks beautiful. Um, is this recent or older oh, yeah. than Oreos? This is like maybe like two weeks ago. I want to say oh it was like God, around okay. the time of the McDonald's BTS one. Um, oh, wow. Head to head. The two titans. Of the- <laughs> yeah. To- yeah. Because it's a competition between these two. <laughs> yeah, I'm going I'm to look this the up. The crossover. But you can only have one. It's so funny because like all the little monsters on Twitter are like, oh, that's so cool. But also like, damn, does she need money? <laughs> like, <laughs> why is she promoting these? Okay, um, and then somebody else made this funny uh, tweet that was like me getting drunk off of Dom Perignon and eating Chromatica Oreos. And it's like Ew. this guy just like barfing pink. Oh, wow. Yeah. Pink <laughs> yeah, liquid. You have not seen it, Hannah. It's, it's, it's funny. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's very drag race, I mean, honestly. Nails. I was going to say nails. Nails. Yeah. Okay. It's very drag race promo um, looks. I'm pretty sure a bottle of Dom Perignon is like very expensive. So it won't be me. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'll have to... I'll have to get one on on the down low, probably. I'll have to get like the <laughs> the target version of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and then obviously the Oreos are yeah they're legendary at this point. Mm-hmm. Like Chromatica Oreos are <laughs> are pink and green? Question mark. Pink and green. Yes. I've never seen one. No, yeah, we, you're right. We, we, we had some. We oh had no, some. yeah, I did see we them. We fully ate some. I didn't eat any, so I didn't look at them. I just watched Sophia do an actual photo shoot with them. <laughs> And then I didn't keep any of the photos. (laughs) I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to take a selfie. Um, Yeah. Chromatica Um, Oreos. Yeah. That's my nominee. The Chromatica Oreos. I just want to say, I was talking about this with you guys before, before, before our fans. Um, They also released Oreo, released these like Sakura flower, like Mm -hmm. Oreos. Mm -hmm. And so, the Chromatica Oreos were catching some flack on the internet. I feel like a lot of people were being like, ugh, like, what the, like, these look weird or whatever, you know? I was seeing that combo happening. And then Oreo came out with these Sakura flowers, which are literally pink and green. Pink and green. And people were like, ooh, <laughs> it's kawaii. And I was like, I, because it's a soft pink. Hate you people. I was like, this yeah, is, it's like this pastel. Thing- they toned down the pink. I was like, all. they literally ran out of food ink. Like, this is the <laughs> same cookie. It's probably like from the same batch. They just use slightly less. The printer food just ink. ran yeah. out. The printer just like classic. The printer just ran out of ink, people. Like, and you are literally. Oh, it. I saw that and was like, I'm not even like a little monster. But I was like, put some fucking respect on her name, okay? It's the same damn cookie. You guys are so <laughs> foolish. <laughs> my nominee is like, I. My nominee, I just okay, found I out didn't about. Know, yeah, I didn't know okay, about this. So this I'm, is, I'm very this is interested. <laughs> this is shocking. This is so funny. But last year, in October of last year, October of 2020, Fallout Boy made us tacos for some reason. Mm. Wait, wait, when? Mm. Last year? Yeah, it was last year. Oh, God, so recent. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. This this happened. Uh, it's at a, at a restaurant in Sherman Oaks called Casa Vega which is just a place they go to often. Um, it's just the, one place? 
the fallout boys yeah they're just like this is our local restaurant we're gonna work <laughs> we're gonna work together on a on a taco um and like <laughs> i don't even the owner of the restaurant i just want to read this quote from the owner of the restaurant about these tacos um he said uh, it was it was a collaboration between her and specifically Pete Wentz because yeah, it, I was like, if there's any fucking one of them that decided to do this, it's Pete. I was going to say, it, it, like Pete Wentz, just like he is the driving force behind Fallout Boy itself, he is the driving force behind uh, tacos happening in their name. Um, this quote from the owner of the restaurant is like, we talked about what we wanted the inspiration to be like. You know, it's late. You're wrapping it up. Want something to soak up the booze afterwards. We did a bunch of different variations with everything from Doritos to French fries. Then Pete and I sat down to decide what we liked better and which one res- resonated more with the band. So much. So many words to say to describe what is a hard shell taco with say, chicken so just, and Doritos in it. I can't even. Wait, it has Doritos in it? Yeah, these are. Wow. I, have a photo. I have this horrible photo. Um, it's <gasps> it's just a. I, I don't even know how to show this. To you. It doesn't look like. I can't see myself. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm just text this to you real quick. Yeah, text it to me. Um, it doesn't look. Great. It, it just kind of looks. Pete, it, if you're listening to this, I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm a huge fan. I'm so sorry, Pete. But like, you, you're the culinary genius was not <laughs> here for this one. It's just, it's just hard shell tacos with. And then this picture I'm showing you, the Doritos are like kind of crumbled they look up, crumbled up, like with your hand into mm-hmm. into the taco, but. In pictures with Pete, like, holding the tacos, like, look at this. I made this. This is my baby. Uh, there are, like, full triangles oh hanging out in, in these tacos to the point where I thought the taco they had created was just <laughs> Doritos <laughs> in a hard taco shell. That's, like, very... Did you guys do that as a kid where, like, you would make a sandwich for yourself and you would, like, put You're Lay's... You're, like, what goes in here is... Uh, yeah, crumble up Lay's chips and put it in top yeah. of it, or like, did you go put French fries in your burger? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, because we were because chil- we were children and we made these things. Well, they almost put French fries in this taco. That's this why I'm like, hard this shell is like, taco. These are adults who were like, you know what needs a hard shell taco needs more chips. And there's so many <laughs> <Yes>. pictures. <laughs> there's so many pictures of the owner and Pete Wentz together. Like, and Pete Wentz is wearing like, like he's he's got like long hair now, so his hair's like in a ponytail, uh. and he's like. Wearing like a a nice like denim um, apron, you know, like you mm, do to barbecue mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'm like, to what? Crumple Pete. Doritos <laughs> into a hard shell chicken taco? Pete Wentz no longer hits. I <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he no longer hits. He used to. I don't. Were you guys both? Were you big Fall Out Boy fans? I was not no. a huge Fall Out Boy fan at the time, oh, but God. I'm here. I always say that like it's such a good thing that you're not allowed to get a tattoo until you're 18 because (laughs) my god when I was 14 I so badly wanted Fall Out Boy lyrics tattooed on me. Do you know that song where it's like I've got a sunset in my veins? No thank you. Oh man. (laughs) I would have I don't even remember the song that that's from. I hope someone will clock me if anyone listening knows that song. It's like I got a sunset in my veins. I don't know this one. Okay. Well I wanted those lyrics tattooed on me. I was a huge Fall Out Boy fan along with Cobra Starship panic at the disco oh, like no. all of those all of those bands these tacos by the way are called 
sugar we're going to yeah, get tacos. I was, oh, God. Absolutely. I, I'm sorry. I should have led with that. They're called sugar we're going to, to get, get tacos. tacos. And it's tragic because I, I really, that's a great song. I still stand by their earlier albums. I think that Take This to Your Grave and also, mm-hmm. um, oh my God, what's the other one? From Under the Cork Tree, which I think yes. is what sugar we're going down. Mm-hmm. Great, like really good karaoke albums. Incredible and like karaoke albums. Super, super fun. And yes, I did think Pete Wenz was cute. I did. Yeah, well, I now he was cute. Now he's now, now at the ripe age of, I think, 36 or 7. He no longer hits. <laughs> he, uh, he has made us tacos and they are just hard shell tacos with Doritos in them. So that's my nominee for a, a celebrity collab. It, it's Pete Wentz slash fallout boy with their local Sherman Oaks Mexican restaurant. I want to say that this is the only thing is like, is Pete Wentz still a celebrity? <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes, he is. Wow. We, uh, we just, don't have the power just, to deny him that. It's really tough going BTS, Lady Gaga. Pete Wentz. <laughs> oh, he, tr- like, I'm just saying, them. Th- he did it too. Imagining them all in a room together is like, Hey, I, I'm just thinking about that old picture. There's that old picture of of that that the internet circulated around of Bruno Mars, oh, yes. <gasps> like mm-hmm. turned around in awe of Pete Wentz back before Bruno Mars was the I was man he say, is. Who today. would have thought that at this point Bruno Mars is much more? Yeah, famous I'm than just Pete saying Wentz. if that could have happened, Pete Wentz is still a celebrity, and he did make tacos, and that counts as a collab. It does, and that's my oh, wow. submission. I don't know who wins. I don't know who wins. Really tough. Like, because I mean, I stand by my boys. Like, I I think BTS is the winner. I think that the the sugar we're going down one is the most chaotic because I kind of hate it. I kind of think it's the most chaotic too. <laughs> I'm gonna vote for myself again. I don't give myself enough love on. This okay, show. but here's the thing. Well, oh god, because <laughs> the podcast is called Media Hellscape, and so I do agree that the sugar we're going down one is the most media hellscapey in many ways. But the category's best celebrity. And and I wow. Pete Wentz is not the best celebrity. It's and true. And I don't think it's the best celebrity collab. Like if I had to give it to someone, I would give it to Gaga. Because I do <gasps> think that at this point, I hate to say it, it's the most successful. I mean, you're the, the swing vote because wow. we all know Sophia only votes like, for themselves. Because the beat uh, I know I'm breaking this down for I'm like really thinking about it because I actually think all three of these are good contenders. They're good. They usually are. I like some good. The thing guys. is like usually I'm like off the bat, I'm like, boom, like that's my winner. This time I'm like, A, like, okay, because BTS hasn't actually come out with the collab yet. So I I I kind of feel like that one can't win because I'm like, it's kind of like the iCarly of it, where it's like, well, I don't really don't know, know how yet. this collab is going, right? Yeah. Gaga's by far, I think, the most successful. Like, I've eaten one of the Oreos. <laughs> Pete mm-hmm. Wentz is the most chaotic, but I would rather die than, <laughs> than have this hard shell taco with more hard shells in it. hard shell taco with chips in it. So I'm like, oh, I'm torn. I don't know. Uh, it's up to you because without saying anything, Sophia has voted for themselves. I know. Are you? What are you? Oh, Sophia? yeah. Are you kidding? Oh, my God. Okay. Pause up. <laughs> <laughs> Every single time. Pause up. <laughs> I'm also torn because I was a huge Fall Out Boy fan. So part of me is like, my heart is with the boys. You are f- free to make a choice. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go Sugar, We're Going Down. Because <gasps> because of the name. And here's why. Because the name is much, is much weirder. <laughs> Sugar, We're Going to Get Tacos. And yeah, 
You yeah. can't even wow. sing it to the tune of the song. Anyway. I'm voting for it. Well, I'm going to go Fall Boy. I rarely Wait, win. Wait, can you sing I'm it really so quick? Glad. Sugar, we're going to get tacos. <laughs> yeah! From Casa Vega. <laughs> from Casa Vega. <laughs> <laughs> okay wow sorry that was like a, that was a really tense one i was like who am i gonna vote for <laughs> <laughs> all right um that leaves us with our third category of the night sophia take us away it's me take uh, us there my category is worst winner for an oscars category <laughs> so just to explain this um this is like the worst possible outcome for any any of the oscar nominee categories so you know i mean i won't say anything you came here to fight well i'm here to swing hands listen that normally some trouble normally this is a very good category for like best song because that category is crunchy every single year but i won't get into that okay so my nominee is (laughs) promising young woman for original screenplay (laughs) so i know y'all haven't seen it right not yet. Okay. I don't want to spoil anything, but the ending is not great. And, okay. but I also, okay, I'm trying to like say my opinion on it without like spoiling it for you. What you I will say. Spoil it for me. I, I don't have a spoiler uh, trigger, so. I feel like I know what happens. It's fine. I'll okay. watch it eventually. Okay. I'll just, yeah, I'll say, just your, say what say your happens. Piece. Okay. So basically, I oh, wait, should we put like a warning for people, though? Yes. Sure. If you don't want we're going to get into young movie woman, spoilers. Yeah. Here. If you don't want it to be spoiled, then like, I don't know, skip a minute or something. Skip so, a few minutes, yeah. Um, so, OK, so the premise of the movie is this woman is basically taking revenge on men who are like uh, who do like date rape, basically. And so she pretends to be really drunk at a bar and gets taken home. And then once she's like put into like a position where she could be taken advantage of, then she like basically wakes up from that and like removes that facade um, and tells them off. But she like, she does progressively more and more chaotic things throughout the movie. Um, It's a very fun movie. I will Mm -hmm. say that. But it definitely has its flaws writing-wise. And at the end of the movie, she uh, pretends to be a, like, stripper and goes to a bachelor a bachelor party for a guy who assaulted her friend. And she, like, poses as a stripper to, like, take advantage of him and, like, ties him to a bed and stuff. And then he kills her. And that's, oh, I didn't know that's how that ended. Okay. And this is initially how the movie was supposed to end with just him killing her, which would have been a great ending. It would have been a poignant ending. Whoa. But the it keeps going where they like they bury her body and they like cover it up basically. But the ending is that she knows that this is going to happen, huh. which is insane. And so, so she fakes hmm. her death? No, no, she knows that he's going to kill her, I guess. And so she sends out this, like, incriminating video to everyone the next day. And she sends Mm -hmm. it to the police. And it's, like, it's very unrealistic. And it's, like, okay, this is, like, a cartoon now when this could have been a really poignant movie. Ooh, sorry, I need water. Um, This could have been a really poignant movie, but 
I don't know. It just like it it unravels in such a like crazy way at the end that it's like, okay, can we really nominate this for best original screenplay when there are other movies up there that like deserve it more? I don't know. Mm. Damn, you really did come out swinging. It, yeah, yeah. Because people really like this movie, but also people really hate it. Mm, and I think okay. that we should True. look at the middle. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's not a terrible movie. It's not like bad for women, which is what Who I'm seeing is- on Twitter. But I'm also but it's also not like this like feminist anthem. So come Who on else now. Is up for original screenplay. What are the other options? Who we Um, I know I think Chicago Seven is up there. Um Nomad. Who do you Land. think deserves to win it the oh okay, never mind. Nomad well. Um wait, yeah. let me look at it really Sophia's quick. Favorite. Well, not necessarily. I forget who else is up there. Oh, I thought Nomadland was your, like... I think it's going to win. It wasn't necessarily my favorite. My favorite was Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah, And and Sound of Metal. Those are, like, my two favorites. I have not seen Judas, and I haven't seen Promising Young Woman, so I'm a little... I cannot comment on those two. But I can see your point. Yeah, I, I have seen a lot of people talking about Promising Young Woman in both negative and positive ways, especially within the work I do. I'm like, huh. It, yeah, it's frustrating yeah. Uh, to watch movies. It's frustrating to see movies as, like prescribed this sort of like, this is the feminist movie mm-hmm. and it should win yeah. everything as a symbol of our feminism. Didn't, and then just feeling like... Didn't Sophia say like <laughs> on one of our other episodes, I was like, uh, how could racism... Oh, we've dragged <laughs> Promising Young Woman How could already? racism <laughs> prevail at the Oscars? And Sophia just went... If promising young woman wins, <laughs> yeah, because it's a very white movie. There's, yeah. I think, there's only one person of color, and it's Laverne Cox who plays her boss at like a frozen yogurt place. Um, oh, oh no, yeah. no, she Actually, works I've at like a coffee place. I think I've seen screenshots of that. Yeah, and she has well, like three lines, and it's like, okay, well, I love you, Laverne. Um, I love you, Laverne. Yeah, so that that's my nominee, and I thought a long time about yeah, it. Sophia came in hard and heavy. That's what I gotta say about that. Okay, I'll just say mine real quick because I don't have any thought in brain about it. I'm just like Tenant at all. If Tenant wins anything at all, I'll yeah. be frustrated just a little bit on the inside, and it purely has to do with the type of person that enjoyed Tenant and has nothing to do with the movie that I did not see. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I haven't, I haven't I just, seen it. So. There's just a person. There's just a per- person out there in the film world, especially as somebody who knows many former film students, that I don't want to see win, and that's why Tenant would be the worst in any category. Case closed. Yeah, I want to hear about Lisa's nominee. Hi. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, we were talking about anime earlier, and I'm definitely going to get into that because my. My ca- my nominee for this category is Sean the Sheep movie in best animated feature. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. What the fuck? Let's talk about. So Sean the Sheep is by the creators of um, Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. Wallace and Gromit, which it's an huge fan movie. Of, yeah. Huge fan of Wallace and Gromit. A classic. We love it. It's the claymation is phenomenal. Like, uh, of course, we're huge fans. I don't understand <laughs> how this movie 
made it to best animated feature though, especially with it's it's a it's amongst the likes of Wolf Walkers, which is from Cartoon Salon, mm-hmm. an incredible, beautiful, really whimsical. F- I got to see it on the big screen because I went to a drive-in movie and was blown away it's as so I have been good. with all their movies: Secret of Kells, Song of the Sea, Breadwinner. They mm-hmm. always come out with a banger, and I just want to say. I, I really want to shout out Cartoon Salon. I've also gotten to work with Saloon. them. I'm so sorry. Oh, sorry, Saloon. Yeah. They're really wonderful people. I'm like, they're wonderful people. Don't know how to say their name. Um, They're really wonderful people and they get nominated every fucking year. They never win. They, they, never they never win. win. And nope. it's evil and it's rigged and it's, <laughs> it is, oh, shame on you, the Academy. Okay. I can't, I can't stand by this any longer. It's, they have to win something and Wolfwalkers honestly was like, one of their strongest films. It was so incredible. And I got to talk to some of the creators and they're really like, they're just such great people. And they were like, this movie is about like colonialism and it's about like these native people getting pushed out of their lands. It's like, it's even more than just like two girls becoming friends. Like it's really about like the history of Ireland and like all the suffering and like, and I was like, Oh my God, this film has so much purpose and it's so nice. And I'm really heated about this because every year this shit happens. <laughs> yeah. Like, last year was good because I think Spider-Verse won. Yeah. Which it deserved to. And if it hadn't won, I would have freaked out because I think it was up against The Incredibles 2, which was like a fine movie. A but fine, like okay movie. Pixar, again, like I also saw Onward, which is also up. I think that every year Pixar pulls an, a nominee and it's fine. It's always like a good movie. But there's always somebody who I think deserves it more Usually it doesn't prevail. Last year it did. Um, But this year (laughs) we got Sean the Sheep. We got Sean the Sheep. The other nominee is Over the Moon, which is a really lovely movie as well, which I watched. It's about like a Chinese girl and it talks about like Lunar New Year and her like mom passes away. It's very sweet. I just Mm -hmm. don't think it was as strong as Wolf Walkers. It wasn't at all. I and and the other thing that I'm just upset about is like there's always so many good animes that come out. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure last year, again, Spider-Verse should have won, but I think, like, um, Your Name had come out, and yeah. then, mm-hmm. like, uh, Silent Voice had come out, which are, like, beautiful, super stylistic, gorgeous, like, Japanese animated films, and they didn't even get a nominee, but we get Sean, the, the motherfucking sheep. <laughs> sheep movie. I'm like, get it together. This is crazy. I think that the only year an anime ever won was for Spirited Away. With Hayao Miyazaki. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. The the only one. And like, yes, it's because Spirited Away is in a league of its own. Yeah. It is in a league of its own. It is absolutely as are all of Hayao Miyazaki's films. Like, they're always so incredible. So I get it. I know why that one won. But like, he's come out with other movies in it's, recent years. It's really crazy that like none of his other movies have won Oscars. No, either no, they're That's incredible really movies insane. Yeah. it's insane and there have been animated movies that have i in my opinion been on par with studio ghibli films that should have been nominated that never are yeah that never even see the like nominee table but we get sean the sheep <laughs> it's like it's crazy we These- remember when we talked about like movies that movies that should win but probably won't because of racism because of racism it's 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 that it's really that it makes me so annoyed and like I thought I forget like which film this year came out there was like a lot of really great anime movies that came out that were like gorgeous that I think deserved to be nominated and to see none of them on the list again but Shaun the Sheep on really grinded my gears as someone who's like a really big fan of animated films I was like 
the other ones, I'm like onward, of course, Pixar literally every fucking year. Mm-hmm. We will not escape yeah. them. They will truly every always, single year. Every year they're always gonna put out a big box office animated film that's gonna get them up there. Poor cartoon saloon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll mm-hmm. continue to put out bangers, probably. I mean, keep on trying. Like the day, the day we see it happen, we're all cheering in yeah, our seats. Don't for sure. give up because we're uh, yeah, they're they're wonderful. But every year, I'm like, there is so many animes that come out that should be nominated yeah. every single year. There's there's just so many, and it never happens, and it makes me angry. This was such yeah. an earnest category, except for me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like impassioned about this. I'm like, yeah. I, don't, I think there's two things. I don't things. know how to choose between you two. There's two things I want to say about the animated feature of it all, too. Yeah. Is like, I think because overall the Academy views animated movies as children's movies, that yeah. they automatically put children's movies into it instead of looking at the broad scope, like what you were saying with anime, with. I don't know. Like, there's so many options to choose from, and so yeah, we're I mean, kind Cartoon of Saloon stuck. is like, yeah, they their movies feature children. I wouldn't necessarily call them strictly children's movies, exactly. And then also oh. like them, they they always kind of favor like CG movies, yeah, because um, obviously like Leica movies are constantly overlooked, and it's like, come on now, you're gonna look over Paranorman. Yeah, like it's incredible. <laughs> and the other movies that I can't yeah. name right now, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's silly. Re- it, like, I just want to say that Pixar's gonna I win. didn't even realize this, <laughs> but the Demon Slayer movie had been submitted. Oh. And I watched it yesterday, and I... Oh. Uh, just to get a little angrier Ooh. right here. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, live. You guys are getting my live reaction to this. That movie was stunning. Yeah. Stunning. I sobbed. I'm like literally gonna cry right now. I sobbed most of the way through. It's so touching. The like way that they animated the action shots, which like in Shonen's sometimes it's like crunchy and kind of weird because they're doing these like huge, big, dramatic moves. But it's super gorgeous. Like it's and oh my god, oh. are you fucking kidding me? You monsters, it's Sean the Monster. Sheep. But we have Sean the Sheep. If Sean the Sheep wins tomorrow, no, it's gonna be Soul. <laughs> No, it's going to be Soul, which yeah. I will say I do think Soul deserves a win. It's a really, really great movie. I do enjoy it. Um, but Pixar just always takes it. They have so many. It's yeah. just, yeah, yeah, I'm like, guys, give it a rest. Like, come on. I I mean, I have been fully convinced by this Sean the Sheep angle as far as winning goes. <laughs> I don't know. Are you voting for yourself again, Sophia? <laughs> um, Yeah. <laughs> I like how you think about it for a whole um, second. Yeah. Yeah, Just, because there's no way that Sean the Sheep is going to win. But I do feel oh, there I is see. like yeah, a yeah, creeping yeah. like voice in the back of my head that's like promising a young woman's going to win and everyone on Twitter is going to be upset. And the night is it, you're just going to be upset. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to vote for mine only because I am so impassionate about it. Is that the right word for it? And no, I'm just passionate. Yes. yes. Period. Yeah, yeah. I'm passionate, period, about it. Because I think just in general, I think the Academy should really reevaluate the way that they view like animated features and yeah. the way that they view animation as like an entire genre. Get it together, guys. I mean, yeah. I personally just have more feelings about animated films. And so I I think I have to vote for our friend of the podcast. Karina is going to be listening to this like, like, yeah, like, go with it. Girls, I, can, I can hear Karina in my ear <laughs> she right talk now. About at all. <laughs> She's gonna, she's gonna nod yes. and be like, "You made the right choice." Um, that's for you, Karina. Uh, 
cool. Okay, let's let's. Uh, Shot of the sheep is the worst thing to ever happen. We- <laughs> Hooray! Mm-hmm. Um, that's Sophie's not like, the takeaway mm-hmm. even at all. But I loved our discussion. We just have to move on to the big one, yes. which is where we choose a winner among winners <sighs> tonight. Just a quick recap of our winners. We have. Oh, I don't even remember who won first place. I think that I actually let. Gilmore no no you guys both agreed with zoomers on tiktok canceling nikki uh great <laughs> i wish i could i wish there was any record of what we said i earlier. always remember what no. i voted for <laughs> okay uh zoomers on tiktok canceling nikki for body shaming on anaconda um and then our winner of our first category was the winx club mm-hmm Congratulations. Uh, second category, the winner was Sugar, We're Going to Get Tacos. <laughs> yes. And winner from our third category was Sean the, the Sheep, Sheep, the movie. Um, <sighs> that's a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that it's the Zoomers on TikTok. It's so intense. I feel like we always end up... We always end up choosing a first place nominee because they are the most off the cuff, like what the fuck is happening. I would honestly be between Zoomers on TikTok and Sugar, We're Going to Get Tacos because of the like mm-hmm. chaos of both of those ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Sophia's going to vote for... Zoomers on TikTok. Yeah. I mean, it's the most chaotic. It is. That's, it is, that is, it is ultimately shit. the most chaotic. At the end of the day, wait, can we actually just make the winner the Demi thing? <laughs> <laughs> we have a last minute nominee. Honestly, we have a last minute nominee. Honestly, I would be down for that too because that made me scream so loud. <laughs> uh, what's the name of the uh, yogurt place again? I forgot. It's like Cool, like um, Coolville. I don't know. It's like it's a place in Coolville. LA. Like we could go go there after this. Like it's, I think it's pretty close. Like I want to say it's in Santa Monica, maybe. Um, But if we if we did that, because we haven't talked about it at all, we've just alluded to it. Big chill, big chill. That's what it's called. Big chill. There we go. The Demi Lovato big chill controversy. I mean, just look it up. Like Seventeen has covered it. I'm pretty sure Teen Vogue is like everybody has gotten a bite of this. Yeah. No pun intended. Like (laughs) in like insane controversy to just give a general sweep basically Demi Lovato who I like Demi Lovato I think she's a nice person she's gone through a lot in the industry oh my god so like, much so much that, that was my by the way that was my takeaway from this story was like this woman's gone through a whole lot she's gone through a lot yes but it is a cuckoo crazy moment of media hellscape in which she decided to use a social media platform to try to take down a froyo place um with look up her- the, just look yeah. up the rest look of it because we don't have but- time I, I'm voting for Demi. Oh my god, <laughs> Sophia, Sophia. I'll vote for Demi. Yeah. Okay. I will have to vote for Demi, and that's our show. <laughs> Yay! Um, we're now in the section where we can talk about ourselves real quick. Um, what's everybody working on? I've started with Sophia every time. Do we want to start with Lisa? Oh, hey, Lisa. Yeah. I'll start with Lisa because I never have anything going on um, because I just work and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but you cannot find me on Instagram. But if you do find me on my Finsta account, I will send you $5 through Venmo. This is a Scouts Anna. Um, yeah, I'm on private and I'll give you a hint. It Don't is- give them hints. Oh, no. People are way too good. No <laughs> hints. People are way too if good. If you can find me, I will give you money. Other than that, 
I don't think I have anything besides to plug my lovely friends things. Hannah, take it away. <laughs> we'll go backwards. We'll go backwards. Um, I uh, am Maraz Hannah on Instagram and Twitter uh, and TikTok. If you want to follow me for sort of all of my music and video adventures, I try my best to be a content creator. It's very hard and I'm very tired. Um, so support me so that I have energy to do any more. <laughs> she has something very exciting coming. Can I say that? Mm-hmm. It's all it's all it's a mystery, according to plan. But there's something Ooh. exciting coming. That is doing big things. You should follow now so that you know what's happening. You have all the updates. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we'll leave it there for this episode. Sophia, what are you working on? Um, you can pre-order my zine, Women Directors and Trans Filmmakers, Volume 2. Um, I'm super excited to release that and, um, yeah, you can order that from my shop and you can follow me, um, at Sophia's Arters. Oh yeah. I did an album cover for the stowaways. Um, our, our friend from the scene, Christopher from Roman Candles, uh, he has a benefit album to, uh, benefit democracy now and a bunch of like our friends are in bands that are on the album and it's really cool and i got to design the cover for it the art is very cool on the cover thank Super you good. i know what you two are doing i'm like wait <laughs> i know you have something else sophia <laughs> yes. has a secret hannah I'm has like, a secret on, and sophia has yes. work to show <laughs> <laughs> and i think we did it i think that's it yay that's it, go yay. ahead and get out of the recordosphere <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Media Hellscape Extravaganza, a podcast by Sophia Zarders, Hannah Mraz, and Lisa Emery. Our theme music was recorded by Genevieve Kikivix, Evan Shade, and me. If you have feedback, Media Hellscape nominees, category ideas, or just want to say hi, email us at mediahellscapepod at gmail.com or follow us at Media Hellscape Pod on Instagram. We'll see you next time.